Hello and welcome to the Fossil Huntress podcast. In our last episode, we talked about fossil fuels and the Earth's mass. And in today's episode, we're going to keep going down that road and talk about ancient swamps and solar flares. So if fossil fuels are made from fossils, are oil, gas and coal made from dead dinosaurs? Well, no, but they are made from fossils, so we don't heat our homes or run our cars on dead hadrosaurs. Instead, we use very old and ancient plants. It may sound much less exciting, but the process by which algae and other plant life soak up the sun's energy, store it for millions of years, and then give it all up to us to burn as fuel is a pretty fantastic tale. Fossil fuel is formed by a natural process, anaerobic decomposition of buried dead organisms, so mashed up plant matter that lived and died millions of years ago. But while they lived, they soaked up and stored energy from the sun through photosynthesis. So picture ancient trees and algae and peat soaking up the sun and then storing that energy for us to use millions of years later. These organisms and their resulting fossil fuels are sometimes more than half a billion years old. So 650 million years ago, there was a peat bog and it was soaking in the sun and taking in all that energetic goodness. And then it got mixed with um, mud and some viruses and bacteria and all sorts of um, creatures. That mud was pressed down and became stone. So if you could go back far enough, we'd find that all our oil and gas and coal deposits are really remnants of algal pools, peat bogs, and ancient muddy swamps. So those dead plants and algae accumulate over time, and the pressure turns the mud mixed with dead plants into rock. So geologists call the once living matter in the rock kerogen, and if they haven't been cooked too badly, we call them fossils. So kerogen is the solid, insoluble, organic matter in sedimentary rock, and it's made from a mixture of ancient organic matter. So a bit of this tree and that algae all mixed together to form a black, sticky, oily rock. And the Earth's internal heat cooks that kerogen. The hotter it gets, the faster it becomes oil, gas, or coal. If the heat continues after the oil is formed, all the oil turns to gas. The oil and gas then seep through the cracks in the rocks and much of it's lost. But we find oil and gas today because some happen to become trapped in porous sponge-like rock layers capped by non-porous rocks. And we tap into these the way you might crack into a bottle of olive oil sealed with wax. Fossil fuel experts call this arrangement a reservoir, and you've probably heard that in the context of the reservoirs in Alberta, Iran, Qatar, and they're full of them. A petroleum reserve or oil and gas reserve is a subsurface, so below the ground, pool of hydrocarbons made from all that mashed ancient plant material contained in porous or little bits of holes in fractured rock formations. Petroleum reservoirs are broadly classified as conventional and unconventional reserves. In the case of conventional reserves, the naturally occurring hydrocarbons, so crude oil or natural gas, are trapped by overlying rock formations with low permeability, so um, 
Permeability is the ability for something to move through it. In unconventional reserves, the rocks are, have highly, uh, are highly porous and have low permeability, which keeps the hydrocarbons trapped in place. So kind of like having a better seal on that olive oil bottle. Coal is an important form of fossil fuel and much of the early geologic mapping of Canada. And one of the reasons we found the Burgess Shale is we were exploring for coal reserves and mapping the coal seams. So we can use it to heat our homes, run a coal engine, or sell it for cold hard cash. And it's a very dirty fuel, but for a very long time, most of our industries used it as the sole means of energy. And in some parts of the world, they're only just switching away from coal. So burning fossil fuels like oil and coal releases large amounts of carbon dioxide and other gases into the, the atmosphere. So these get trapped as heat, and we call that heat the greenhouse effect. And this plays havoc with global warming and global weather patterns, and our, our Earth doesn't do so well when we do this, which is why we want to move away from these dirty fuels. So we see things like glaciers melting faster than they should be. And it's similar, although the mechanism is different, to the mass and Permian extinction event. So that's the worst natural history disaster the Earth has ever faced, and it's when 90% of all life on Earth died. And this was caused by massive volcanic eruptions that spewed gas and lava into the atmosphere and volcanic dust that came down as acid rain. So picture Mordor times 10. And this wasn't a culling of the herd. This was full on decimation. We lost most every animal living on earth, plant, uh, fish in the oceans and on land. So um, I'll spare you the details, but the whole thing ended poorly. So we definitely want to move over to clean energy and clean fuels. But dirty or no, coal is still pretty cool, maybe not to burn. Um, it's wild to think that coal has the same number of atoms in it as the algae or plant that formed it millions of years ago. That it was formed by plants that soaked up energy from the sun over half a billion years ago. And that when we burn that fuel and it uh, dissipates as soot, it's the same number of particles, the same number of atoms just heated up. And it's also pretty cool that coal burns. It's a rock, so and it's not intuitive. So coal is combustible, meaning it's able to catch fire and burn. And it's made up mostly from carbon with some hydrogen, some sulfur, which smells like rotting eggs, oxygen and nitrogen thrown in. So fossil fuels consist mostly of dead plants, coal from trees and natural gas and oil from algae. Algae is a diverse group of aquatic photosynthetic eukaryotic organisms I like to think of as pond scum. And these deposits are called fossil fuels because, like fossils, they are the remains of plants and animals that lived long ago. So fossil fuels are from plants and they soaked up the sun's energy millions of years ago they got mashed down in the dirt and in the peat bogs, uh, cooked a little bit, pressurized and turned to stone. And then we harvest these deposits, um, sometimes digging up coal as hard rock matter, sometimes as liquid or gas, and we use them to fuel our world.